This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Phuket, Thailand, where we're wrapping up our visit this week. We've stayed in a couple of different hotels around the island. We've driven around quite a bit. I can give Phuket two thumbs up for great weather, beautiful beaches, and very nice people. I've got no complaints about this part of Thailand, especially in light of the prices that we're paying here. We stayed in a beautiful five-star resort for about 150 U.S. dollars per night, including breakfast with an ocean view, big, beautiful room. And then we moved over to a very pleasant Hilton Garden Inn at about $65 a night, including breakfast. The prices here for food and car rentals, drinks and lounge chairs on the beach, they're all incredibly inexpensive compared to lots of other places. Phuket is a good place to come visit when you need a very reasonably priced break from the cold weather that is so common in so many places at this time of year. It's time for your tech tip. I tend to switch my technology with some frequency. I like buying new hardware and software, so I tend to turn over computers and phones annually, if not more often than that. I buy lots of random small gadgets that I can toss into my bag. I'm mildly obsessed lately with small cameras and microphones and lights and things to put all of those things in and things to hold all of those things. I guess that's my form of retail therapy, and it's probably cheaper than real therapy. But some of the technology that I use has been around for a long time, and I tend to stick with it for one reason or another. Now, that's not to say that I don't stray from these technologies from time to time when something new and shiny comes along, but in a few categories of technology, even though the shiny objects come along and grab my attention, I find that I keep coming back to the tried and true after the shine of that new, new thing wears off. One of those technology products that I I've used for a very, very long time now is called Pocket. Pocket is a read it later software as a service. It lets me save articles and newsletters for later reading. That's its core function. It tries and it usually succeeds to make those articles cleaner and simpler looking so that they're easier to read. Pocket tends to strip out unnecessary graphics and advertisements and presents the article in a nice, clean, easy-to-read font. Pocket has a web app. It has apps for Mac and PC, as well as apps for mobile devices. I use it on my iPhone as well as my browser on my MacBook. What makes Pocket a keeper for me primarily is that it just gets the job done. But I will tell you that it also has lots of nice integrations that make it really quick and easy to save articles from 
a variety of places. I suppose that with a read-it-later type of software, you need to have both easy input and good output, and Pocket has pulled that off. They have a Chrome extension that allows me to save articles with one click from my browser. They are tightly integrated with iNoReader, which is my RSS feed reader. They have a very workable share extension on the iPhone operating system, and it's shockingly easy to save articles from most anywhere that I encounter an article that I want to read later. I can, if I were to get stuck for some reason, even email articles to Pocket, and they'll show up right on my list. The big competitor in this read-it-later space is Instapaper. Instapaper has also been around for a long time. It's a solid product, and I've used it on and off over the years, but I keep coming back to Pocket. I've tried quite a few of the new apps in the space, but the tight integrations between Pocket and so many other products always bring me back to Pocket. I've set up quite a few workflows using email and Zapier so that Pocket receives all of my email newsletters and lots of the advertisements that I might otherwise receive in email. They're all right there in Pocket waiting for me when I have time to read it later. The bottom line is that Pocket gets the job done. It's reliable. I read lots of articles after putting them away for later, and Pocket just makes it easy. Pocket has some other features that are worth knowing about. For instance, it has text-to-voice capabilities. It can read these articles to you if you choose to go in that direction, but it's so good at its core functions that you can count on it, and that makes it hard to switch. For a long time, I was a Pocket Premium subscriber at about $45 a year, but I stopped paying for that a while back, and I've been perfectly fine with the free version. My $45 basically bought me an unlimited archive of old articles, but what I found is that I very rarely looked at any of the old articles, so I let the premium subscription go, and I'm still very pleased with the free version of the product. Pocket is an oldie, but it's a goodie, and you can check it out at getpocket.com. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. We only have so many hours in the day. All of us have the same number of hours. And many of us want, at least with regard to our working hours, as much impact as we can get out of the time that we're spending on work. So here's one way to get more impact, what I am today calling oomph out of your hours. You can get more out of spending the exact same amount of time. How do you do that? You start the conversation. I'm talking specifically today about conversations or interactions with clients. You want to be the initiator of those interactions. That will maximize your oomph. When you're the person who starts that phone call or starts that email chain or starts that text chat going back and forth, when you're first, those interactions have more oomph loaded into them. You want to be the party to that conversation who starts the conversation, who sets the agenda. You want 
want to be the person initiating the phone call. You want to be first. Going first gives your communication, regardless of the format, it gives that communication more oomph. You get more impact. You're getting more value out of the same amount of time. The person who initiates the conversation gets more oomph from it. And you need oomph. The more oomph you pack, the better your relationships, the happier your clients, the more successful you are as a lawyer. Here's how I rank from an oomph standpoint these communications. When you initiate the conversation, that has big oomph. When the client initiates the conversation, well, your time spent on it has some oomph. And when the client initiates the conversation, but you don't respond until the next day or even later, well, that conversation has minimal oomph. So the same amount of interaction, the same amount of conversation, the same amount of back and forth can have big oomph, some oomph, or minimal oomph. You get more oomph out of the time you spend interacting with a client when you initiate the interaction. Offense is the way you want to play. You want to be the starter. You want to be the player who makes things happen. You want to be ahead of this game. You want to be the participant who is starting the conversation, setting the agenda, and driving the interaction forward. If you can't be the initiator, if the client starts this interaction, then you want to at least be moving fast to respond. That's your next level of oomph here. You want to jump right in, get engaged, respond quickly. The reality is that the longer it takes you to respond to the client, the less impact you get. We invested exactly the same amount of time, whether we were initiating the communication or receiving the communication. But by being the initiator, we delivered more value for the client. We got more positive feedback from the client. We ended up with a happier client. So look for every opportunity to be the initiator rather than the receiver because you're going to get more oomph out of the time that you invest in client communication. Let me give you a practical example of what I'm talking about here. Let's say a ruling comes in from a judge. The decision is emailed to you. A copy is sent to your client. Now you can, in that moment, quickly communicate with your client. You can initiate a contact or you can wait for your client to see the ruling and predictably know that the client is going to contact you at that point and you're going to have to respond. You have a choice in that moment. You can be the initiator or you can be the the person who waits to receive the communication. You're going to get more oomph out of being the person who initiates that contact. Go for it. You've got to talk to the client anyway. So why not get more oomph out of that interaction? Now, some lawyers will listen to me today and they'll say, well, I don't have the opportunity to initiate contact. My clients deluge me with communications. They're calling, they're emailing, they're texting. I have no time to do anything but respond. Well, in that situation, I encourage you, again, if you want to get more oomph out of your communication time, which you're going to use regardless, then adopt a systematic process of initiating communication with your client before they have the opportunity to initiate it with you. I encouraged my lawyers to proactively communicate twice a week. By initiating those contacts, the associates were giving the client an opportunity to bring up all of the issues that they might have decided to bring up on the their own. We shifted from being the recipient of the communication to the initiator of the communication. 
we didn't invest additional time in client communication. We spent the time that we were going to use anyway, but by being the initiator, we got more oomph out of those communications. We used the exact same amount of time, but we got a better reaction. You're going to spend this time regardless, so you might as well get the maximum impact from that time that you've got to spend. The interactions require time. You're going to have to devote that time. You're going to get some oomph. You might as well get as much oomph as possible, and that comes from you being the initiator of the conversation. That's your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Phuket, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there. I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.